speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A hey, moron! Oh, anyway. How many screens in the kill? Masphine. What was that, Bunzi? Masphine's changed again to how I wanted it for some reason. Exactly <laughs> what we want to tell people on a podcast that your screen's changed, eh? No, I should start it. Oh, we are fucking idiots. So, so the, the illusion that we try to give that we all sit within the same room and do this at the same time is now fucked because you've just let out the bag that we're using screens. Just stop recording and restart that. It's no difficult. Nah, that's too much hassle. That's far too much hassle for us. <laughs> well, welcome in. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, the morons are here to talk about a musical number. Uh, our first week of only doing one movie. We typically go from two movies and we try and push for three, but somehow we've let a certain member twist their arm and go for one movie in, in a week um, for the first and hopefully last time ever. But before we yeah. start talking about this week's movies, we had the absolute pleasure and delight of my selections for last week. I'm sure you guys have got it fond in the memory, but what movies did we watch last week? Zack Snyder's... Yeah, Zack Snyder's fucking garbage fire. <laughs> I just well, horny men. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. So we did have the, the pleasure of watching Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. So a nice, a nice short movie, a nice four-hour-long movie. Um, that I'm sitting here looking through the leaderboard to work out exactly where it landed, but I've not actually updated it. And that's to my job. Here's me slagging off Hunter for not doing the job that he's supposed to do, uh, and I've not done ours. But I've got it here from my notes from last time. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is 125th on the Morons leaderboard, which is disgraceful. Uh, and 12 horny men, as Sean called them, 12 angry <laughs> men, is uh, officially in our top two. Um, got some good comments, actually. People appreciate the fact that we actually enjoyed 12 angry men, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I was just going to go through some Instagram feedback we got on these um, this week. And to vindicate us, normally when we put out a low score for one of these sort of beloved movies, we get absolutely fucking roasted in the chat, in the comments. But pretty much everyone agreed with us that this movie is shit. Um, even all the people that normally disagree with us um, we got lots of finally one we can agree with and heavily agree with this and the only person that got some fight back was you Kyle <laughs> oh yeah I actually forgot about this so uh, I'd like to say thank you to Benji Flix 10 for jumping to our defence when Kyle put a negative comment on um, and he jumped in and he said <laughs> um, wait now was this the guy you actually had to point out to the fact that you were one of the morons? Correct. Uh, he told me I should unfollow him. Yeah, Kyle basically um, put something negative on and he said, yeah, you still follow and continue to comment hurtful things. Thank you, Benji Flex, for uh, having our back. 
um, I had to, to then tell him that Kyle was actually one of us. Um, so that kind of backfired for them. Um, but yeah, 12 angry men, um, everyone in agreement. Um, the overall sentiment is that people were shocked that we actually liked it, um, which maybe goes a long way towards maybe understanding our reputation for usually shitting on stuff that everyone likes. So most, again, everyone in agreement, everyone loves it. Good movie. Well, happy days. Well, let's see what our thoughts are for this week's movie. So this week's movie is um, taken from the musical. I'll put an inverted commas here when we're discussing this movie. But the musical movie, um, 1986's Labyrinth, which was a 16-year-old Sarah is given 13 hours to solve solve a labyrinth and rescue her baby brother, Toby, when her wish for him to be taken away is granted by the Goblin King, Jareth. That right, Jareth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just didn't look right when I read it there. Daniel, this was your choice, and I, I believe a beloved childhood movie. Yes. Take it away with your thoughts on it before I tell you the real reasons why this film is shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully expecting nobody else here to appreciate this movie, um, but I love it. I love everything about it. I love the bog of Eternal Stench. I love, <laughs> uh, I, I love the wee guys at the door. I love the wee worm at the start that asks her to come in for a cup of tea. Um, I just think there's, I love David Bowie's massive dick bulging through his trousers. Uh, <laughs> we've seen. Um, there's just there's something I just like about this, right? So instead of just t- talking about all the things I like, I'm going to come in with my defence of the movie in preparation for you all fucking hating it, right? <laughs> came out in 1986, right? And there are no special effects in this movie, pretty much. This is all just done with fucking physical stuff, right? And it looks better now than the majority of CGI pish that comes out now. Um, Hold on a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you, I'm just, you cannot be serious with that. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll let you continue. Expand? No, no, no. I'll I'll come in. I'll just wait to hear what you're saying first. Like, for example, early on, um, when she's looking for that, she said there's no spaces, right? And it just all goes. It's just one big. Um, there's no gaps, and the wee worm explains to her where the gap is, and she walks through. That's just a real optical illusion. That's just like perfect filmmaking. Like, there's genuinely a gap in that two walls, and she walks through it and goes to the left. Like the amount of work that's gone into like make all of these characters and like the amount of time that must have gone into like the scene where she's fallen and there's all those hands. Like how many takes is it? Like there's so much intricacy in this. Like the, the scene towards the end where everything's optical illusion, everyone's going up and down the stairs, but people on the ceiling and all that. Again, it's 1986. It just looks like it's happening. It's just really well. Sort of structured. You can tell this is George Lucas. Obviously, Kyle's a George Lucas fanboy. Um, it's Jim Henson, who's a fucking legend. It's magical, this film. I think it's brilliant. The first 10 minutes are shite, and the last 10 minutes are totally shite. Everything in between, amazing. I love every song. Um, the, the difference between this and other songs that where people spontaneously just burst into the song halfway through it is. 
but this one has David Bowie in it. So like, it's fucking, the songs are amazing. Like, you might think differently, but I love David Bowie, and he's written every song in this, and I don't know, I could quote every single bit of it. Um, I've got some quotes to come for Neely by a private message at some point I'll bring in later. Um, but I know, I was hoping that at least one other person fell into this category, right? Because I know lots of people that love this, and everyone I know that grew up watching it loves it. And I know loads of folk that can quote the whole thing. Um, I once dressed up as the Goblin King for Halloween. I'll try and find that picture and I'll put it on uh, Instagram. <laughs> um, I got my hair cut exactly like David Bowie for the Labyrinth, and I went in with a picture of David Bowie for this movie. So I used to have my hair was down to my waist at the time. And I went into the guy and said, cut my hair like this. And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, cut my hair like this. He's like, like genuinely. I was like, aye. He goes, if you let me do that, I'll do it for nothing. And he did it for nothing. <laughs> I, seen a, I seen a quote uh, when I was doing a wee bit of research in this movie that the, his hairstyle was the ultimate MySpace haircut. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That was... <laughs> um, uh, I feel like there's loads to unpack from what you've just said there, uh, Daniel, about the movie, but I'm going to circle back to it at a later, a later point. Hunter, let's come straight in. Have you, had you seen this movie before? In fact, I, sorry, I, I had one question for Daniel before I jump to you, Hunter. Yes. Is this a musical? Yeah, I was quite confused by your, your question around that. Like, the characters sing first it is random bits of songs throughout the movie like what else is a musical so the so there's five times that they sing in this movie five Aye, that's about how many times do they sing in frozen five every scene once was in the credits one was in the end credits Aye. not a musical hunter we'll come to you right i had seen this uh from before and again i hadn't Watched it as much growing up as perhaps Daniel did, but um, as I um, matured into the, I was beginning to mature into the fine young man that you have with you this evening, I was <laughs> a, a, went through a massive Bowie phase when I was younger. So again, when I was going through that kind of, it's like, oh, you need to watch Labyrinth. So got into watching it. And again, I do sort of see where you're coming from, Kyle. I do think it does almost kind of shithouse its way into the musical category. But again, I wasn't going to say no to it being on again because it's, it's David Bowie. I mean, there's, there's not much more you could add to it apart from saying having the genius that was David Bowie again do all this. And although sometimes I think maybe he's not obviously he's not acting's not his first profession, so I think it maybe comes across in a couple of scenes. But he does even still play the role quite well. I mean, I don't, there's just something about his facial expressions and stuff like that. He just sort of nails. Well, even though it's sometimes he did, it was a little bit within a couple of times, but again, as I said, with it not being as fucking bread and butter, whatever you call it, is I think that David, sporty. D- David Bowie has an acting performance like fucking Tom Hanks here just because Jennifer Connelly is playing opposite him. I'll agree here, I'm going to jump in and agree. I almost, it almost adds to my affection for it how bad Jennifer Connelly is. She's oh, yeah. Awful. Like the the puppets are better actors than her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there is so many things. You're going to obviously she's going to maybe be going through like a roller coaster of emotions, but her facial expression, 
and like tone of voice does not change at all through the whole film. Her <laughs> face never changes, does it? It never no. changes. I see. I had a little bit of forgiveness for her because it is one of her first movies. She's young, obviously, mm. in it. But um, it's 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 rough going watching watching her performance. Sorry, we keep jumping around on you here. Aye, but again, also it's kind of similar to what Daniel said. You kind of, as you said, you've got to appreciate it for what it was at the time. I mean, we've seen films come out since then where the special effects of maybe not maybe not part, but you talk about for the time of year, the time of of the time of when it came out, it's very well done. As I said, there are some proper um, fun characters, and I like to be who's the be dog that rides the other dog. The the be sort. Oh, yeah, I, I enjoyed him with uh, what, some of the comedic um, tones to it as the way the film again it's the, again it's made like a proper not a coming of age but uh, as I said as a journey through it and again it was one of those I, I always seemed to, I don't know what it always seemed to be like a time of year I don't know if it was like Christmas or whatever but always seemed to be like a Channel 4 Sunday night after the football finish whatever you sit down and watch it with your dinner and again I wouldn't I said I've not got the level of affection that maybe Daniel has for it, but again, it's very, very enjoyable. And again, it's one thing that one of those ones that I think it's either it is a proper. I can see it being a marmite, which I think it will be in this um, collection of uh, reviewers that we have with us this evening. <laughs> you're 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 being a pleasantly nice here about it, uh, whilst trying to give the undertone of you're not enjoying it. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not enjoying it. I'm just saying it's not. I don't have my score will be very fair for my enjoyment of the film, but again, I will definitely be somewhere between, I'd imagine, three of us and Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's come to someone who I'm going to go out on a limb here, Bunsy, and assume you've never seen this before. I've at least seen some of this, but I don't know how much because I watched it. At, um... I remember watching a bit of this at Jerry's, but I, d- I don't know if it's just because I was maybe just drinking and not watching the film. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the part I remember is I remember when um, Sarah's like trying to get her wee brother and just with Jareth towards the end. And I remember that scene because I really liked the song that was in it. Is it Within You or something it's called? I thought that song was class. That was, a, that was the song I liked the most, but... I see that's obviously towards the end. So I don't know if I did watch the full thing and I just forgot completely about it. But you were wrong. At least I did watch some of it. There we go. Listen, we learn something new about you every single time we're on here. I know. Um, Take us away your thoughts on this musical. I struggled with it a bit. Um, I thought it was quite harmless and it was funny at stages, but I just a lot of time I just struggled with interest really. Um, is that the plot was quite boring. Obviously, it was just solving the labyrinth for 90 minutes. Like, there was none more. Obviously, there was there was extra layers on top of it. And as both Daniel and um, Hunter have pointed out, when the other characters came in, like the dwarf and the beast, etc., that made it more enjoyable for me too. Um, I did think, in agreement with yourselves, that... Uh, I think we've lost him. Was, I think he's had enough and he's decided to cut off. Me? Oh, was it oh. me that got lost here? I just yeah, lost his old. Uh, sure, you're weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I could still see Hunter moving. So, alright, we're still live. We just lost Burnsy for a period of time. There, Burnsy, I've totally interrupted you, but do you know what? It's recorded on my side, so everybody'll hear it from my point of view. 
<laughs> so um I thought like Sarah and David Bowie's character weren't um weren't that impressive either of them really but I, I did enjoy how the addition of other characters I think that's what made the film a lot better than it would have been if it was just concentrated on those two um like when she eats that peach from Hoggle and then goes into the trance and everything that was just I was just like what the fuck is going on this is pointless um I just didn't enjoy that part at all um and then when Jarrah's like with her and like making a move on her, that was like quite uncomfortable. I thought, like, is she no like maybe like sixteen or something at most? Mm-hmm. Yes, I was waiting for somebody to talk about this. I wanted this to be a talking point. I thought oh, you would have brought it, and I thought, in fact, so I thought Kelly would have brought it in because he's really the ones that talks about. Well, this isn't this isn't the extent of um, Back to the Future, obviously with undertones, but. It's kind of a bit weird in terms of why they're putting that in a film, how the guy's so much older than this. Oh, like, Jareth is a raging nonce, like, 100%. Um, and he's, he, he could even be, like, hundreds of years old because he's, like, a goblin king. Mm-hmm. So oh, might, I think David Bowie was about 40 at the time right. uh, in real life, but he might even be centuries he says, a, he says a line in the movie, and I, I wrote it down as a, as a note here. Tell me you love me and I will be your slave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never picked up on that. Oh my god. It's all right, guys. He's, he's a goblin king. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the goblins kind of bought, like, they were just minging. Um, but it wasn't, my score's not going to be, it's going to be bad, but not down with some of the rubbish that we've watched before. Um, it was, I think it's just, this is probably one of the I don't know if I've watched many musicals before, probably very few, if at all, but... Anyway, you never watched one this week. I know. <laughs> I was waiting for you to, try, to say that. Um, I, as, it was harmless. The parts were enjoyable, but it definitely wasn't something I thought was really interesting or I was glad to whatsoever. Um, it was just a bit of nothing, nothing movie for me more than anything, but there was enjoyable parts. It's not going to be down with some of the... It's not going to be down with Justice League anyway, so. <laughs> wild, that's wild. Sean, had you seen this movie before? I hadn't, no. This was the first time. First and last. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, elaborate more, Sean. Give us some information to your thoughts. Uh, it's just no, not for me at all. Uh, goblins and ghouls and fucking... I just didn't like it. Mind hard hats on though. That's cool. It's just Daniel said there that like the obviously like there's no special effects and stuff and it he never said that what he never said it quite like this, but I took from that from what he said is that it would stand up today in terms of the special like it's better than some of the special effects you get today. I mean come on come on. That's there is plenty of CGI in there, so just to confirm. Like he's mm-hmm. he's not just like the the wee things he keeps producing in his hands like a wee, the wee ball hang. No, of course not. What I mean is, like, see Hoggle, like that's an actual, like, physically made thing. Aye, and it looks that looks better. That looks Aye. better than that I've seen in Marvel movie. That looks better than the fucking grey, fucking featureless monster that was in Justice League that no one would ever recognise again. Is we what are, I mean. We are confirming here that Hoggle was actually played by a female actress in a costume. Yeah. Yeah, and a costume. Ah, that's what I'm saying. That's a physical thing. Uh, it looks better than the CGI you get now. It looks like so, a real thing. Just look at obviously the, the 
the parts of that are, are puppets and made for it, but there is loads of CGI's. When you had those little weird looking dancing things that were red, and it, it, they had the quite fixed the green background for the CGI. Aye, that was that was horrendous. That but the actual things moved about were puppets. It was just a. I, 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 I know because you put it in the in the chat the night before, but I, I can understand, and I think I've said this about a couple of films before. I can't remember which ones, but if you grew up on this, and this is something that you watched religiously as a child. You know what I mean? You are going to enjoy it. Like, I never watched this as a child. I watched this as a 32 year old man and I fucking hated every minute of it. <laughs> I'd probably know that surprising. So if I had watched this as a child and I was into it, then I would probably be sitting here saying, oh, it's, it was really good to watch it again, blah, blah, blah. But to watch it for the first time as a, like as an adult, I was just bored and I was desperate for it to end. And like as Bunsy said, I don't know if it was Bunsy that said it, but like it was just, or it was a simple enough story. Uh, I was quite surprised how quickly it got into it. Like, you know, she just started saying, like, uh, like she was trying to say, I, I wish the goblins would come and take you away, or whatever it was in there. And it would cut to the goblins going, she used to say, I, I wish you would come and take, whatever the fuck it would, she was saying it in a different way at first. It went into it really quick. And then, <laughs> well, as I said, like, it's quite a simple story. Her brother she has to go and save her brother, who she hated in the first five minutes of the film. But her brother has been magically taken to a castle by <laughs> goblins. It just... <laughs> it's totally not the film for me at all. I, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody. I'm pretty sure that when Daniel suggested this one, he would have had an idea in his head about who, about who would have liked it and who wouldn't have liked it. So I, I don't think there'll be any surprises. But... I, I will definitely, definitely never be watching this ever again. <laughs> Just to go on from what John said, I think he makes a really good point, though, about the... It's not obviously targeted at people our age whatsoever. Obviously, it's targeted at all no, it's, younger it's, young it's, and it's a, it's a children's film, is what uh -huh. it is. Yeah. So then, I was... Some, I've, like, I'm, I'm sort of similar to Sean, even though I said I've watched wee bits of it. And I think for me, that I would have probably liked if there was more a start point instead of just going right into the film. I don't know, Sean, do you feel the same about that in terms of if it was more uh, based no. on the backstory? Or... I'm absolutely delighted that it got straight into it so that it would finish quicker. I wasn't wanting any like, <laughs> longer build-up to, to the goblins taking the, the wee brother. Fair play, fair play. Well, listen, I'll, I'll give my pennies worth for it as well. Um, I, I hated it. absolutely hated it. It was fucking god-awful. I actually considered sticking on Zulu Dawn and the French Dispatch back-to-back -back just to cheer myself up. It's one of the worst films I've seen in a long time, and we've watched some fucking stinkers, like. But I just think that I'm fun at this category as well, that someone who never watched this as a kid, so I had no thoughts or affiliation. I, never, I can't even remember ever seeing clips or anything about it. I just knew the references about David Bowie having a big set of balls on him. Um, that weirdly, for a children's movie, focuses an awful lot on throughout this film. <laughs> of you, you always wonder when things get made and then they get like checked and they get put back out there for like, yeah, that's really good quality. That that was a great decision for him. Like have a, have him slapped up on makeup like fucking Peggy Mitchell and then make his boss showing it. It was just a bit weird for me. Um, that line that I said earlier about the tell me you love me and I'll be your slave was just icing on the cake when I heard that. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's not, not David Bowie as a nonce. 
but we'll go with Jarif as a nonce. Uh, just to clarify, though, if you if you followed what David Bowyer was doing, he's clear. This was like far less outrageous than what he would be wearing just walking down the what? street. Like this wouldn't be. He wouldn't look back at this and go, "Oh, that was a bit much." Like no chance. <laughs> Watching it from now in twenty twenty two, I can definitely think that's creepy as fuck. Uh, I mentioned Jennifer Connelly. Um, I think we should just chat about this again. So for for an actress, it's obviously so big now. It was obviously early in her career, but her it's funny because I feel like she had a, a combination of completely wooden and no emotional acting, but then also the most ridiculous overacting. It was like a, nothing in between. It was weird. It was. It's like the words she was saying did not connect in any way to her face, but like her body was flailing about like she was like overacting, like you said. Mm-hmm. But again, there was no emotion shown anywhere. It's awful. Like, she, almost like a live action table read. Aye. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, and for me, something that really annoyed me watching this was the decision to have her not sing at all. You've got David Bowie there to sing. I know, but it, like, make, that's not, a, to me again, like, if I, I know I've mentioned a lot and I've been texting about it and stuff as well, but it's not being a musical because yeah. my understanding or my expectation probably is probably a better phrase of the musical is that they use a lot more singing to transition the scenes to the move the story along whereas this one would be story 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 stop let's sing a song that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about story 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 let's sing another song that's going to promote david bowie a little bit end the story i just think like, just... well so i was just going to say i think as well that when they're going for the casting if she, if she couldn't sing you'd think that would be a big issue that would be a big issue when you're going for the casting for a musical but again kind of similar to what daniel was touching on there that would have just made her performance even more shit because she can compete yeah. against David Bowie for singing her performance. Would they slated her performance enough before she comes in like, oh, she's a shite singer and talk it? At least it would have been in line with what they were trying to do, though, with having a musical. Like, having your main character of your pro of your film not sing at all throughout it in your musical, just cast it better. So, no, I think the idea is uh, that she's a normal human and the creatures are all, like, fantastical like a normal person wouldn't just burst into song but these weird wonderful things do so she's an anomaly so she shouldn't be singing because it's like why would you just start randomly singing but i feel like you're giving it way too much credit by saying that absolutely i think you're not giving anyone near enough credit (laughs) (laughs) i I just see if you had watched this for the first time like today, do you think you would have enjoyed it? Yes. Do you really? Yes. I I I like this as an adult. I don't like this. I suppose the the thing maybe to relate it to with you is your love of Back to the Future. Like, see to me, watching that for the first time as an adult, especially the sequel, is fucking terrible. Do you know what I mean? So maybe that's the closest thing we could delete the other way around, but. This, this is worse than Back to the Future too. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 def- I genuinely believe I would like it, um, and I know loads and loads and loads of people who would agree. So, speaking well, of which, do you like Neely's comments? Yeah, uh, go for it. Mm-hmm. This will be a nonsense as well. I know how much he loves this push. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet you know uh, when, when you say that though, Sean, he he watched it obviously when he was a lot younger as well. Aye, no aye, but I mean, you're about to get comments from a guy who openly used to dislike films, and it's only recently aye. that I, I'm aware of. Obviously, you've known him longer anyway. That uh, I've actually known him to start watching some films. So but this is what I always remember him talking that. about. Aye, so Neely used to almost never watch films. There was probably about five films Neely would ever watch, and this was one of them. Um, I'm I'm sure me and Neely have watched this together as teenagers on more than one occasion. Um, so I bet you used to stick your hand up each other's ass and play each other like puppets and all. You watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Any way to get some enjoyment out of this movie, Sean? <laughs> That's why I enjoyed it so much. Those fond memories. It's definitely a podcast name and something that you said there. Like, <laughs> oh, I've really been second hand up each other's asses. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, so Neely says, anyone dissing Labyrinth is a buffoon and a mercenary. And then he goes on to say, I bet that prick Kyle doesn't like it, mainly because he's a prick. <laughs> Those are all there. Aye, friend of the show who never listens, Neil Mackay. Listen, you can't take any of what he says. His eyes didn't work. So we didn't get what he's watching. Is that it? I have to say. So, like, he's not actually told us why the film's good. He's just said that if you don't like the film, you're idiots. Ah, I mean, this film, there's there's no explanation needed for how good this movie is. Like, I I don't understand where you're all coming from. I mean, let's be fair here, okay? He is not a professional movie critic like ourselves. (laughs) We can't expect too much from him. No, that was as much as we got. Yeah. Not surprised. Fair play, well. A very basic review from a basic man. (laughs) 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 That's fair, that's fair. Um... There's a couple of bits of trivia that I was looking through. Um, about the, the longest scene of the whole thing to get done, Daniel, you'll probably appreciate this, was the hundreds and hundreds of pairs of latex hands they had to make for the helping hand scene. Amazing. Which Such added, a cool, creepy. We imagine, like, this is quite dark. I was expecting a few people to talk about how dark it was for the kids. Not, I, was, I was rudely interrupted when you wanted to move on, uh, but I wanted to talk about how brown this movie is. The, the, just the colour brown is all the way through it. So for a, a movie, again, like my thought process about this was it was going to be really light, flashing colours, bright colours, loads of songs. Like I had this big expectation that I was going to be like just dazzled and entertained. Whereas actually, the reality of it is it was dark, it was dingy, it was boring, it was everything was brown. Even all the puppet characters. Well, then do you think about it? Goblins aren't exactly going to live in some sort of magical Disney fairy tale land where everything's all bright coloured and fucking whatever else. And that's fair. That's fair. I just don't know what audience or what genre this was aiming at. Because, like I say, I'm going to say for a fact, it's no a musical. It's no. It's not even fantasy to an extent. Because, like, there's like aiming for those like like emo moshers like Daniel, and getting them on side. It came out in 1986. Right, okay. I didn't know what my age genres are when they when these folk were thinking things were cool. But some of the things that the, the movie did do is it did spiral uh, hence into a depression. 
uh, Jim Henson went into depression after how badly this movie flopped at the box office. Um, this movie, again, bear in mind, 1986, uh, had a larger budget than Aliens, and Aliens is a million times better. They pop yeah, up is, um, I just wanted to point out as well, because I was going to mention this, that this was kind of like Shawshank in the sense that it totally bombed at the cinema, but people still buy it now, and like people still like buy merch for it and all that now. It's still it's become like a cult classic instead of well there was obviously they were the hubs had a, a type of um character in mind for playing the goblin king because the the other people that were um in discussions to play the role were prince sting yeah. mick jagger and michael jackson yeah um it was we the non-spit believable if michael jackson was cast i'm fucking judging bowie i can assure you <laughs> There's something funky about Mick Jagger too. He'll be in that category. Him and Tarantino. Can you imagine if this was Michael Jackson? How much <laughs> fucking like this film was mental, but imagine how much more mental this would be if it was Michael Jackson. Do, do you know what? You'll probably hate me for it, but I thought Bowie was shit. But I, mean, I didn't I didn't, I didn't get it. I'm not a music I, I couldn't even tell you a single song that David Bowie's ever done, right? This is how much your, your opinion means nothing here then. I know, so I'm just looking at him as, from an acting point of view, and he was awful. He's only The only saving grace he had is how bad Jennifer Connelly was, and that was it. Um, but they did redo the script when they brought on um, Bowie to ensure that he had more screen time so that he could spend more time interacting. He wasn't actually supposed to appear at all until the very end. Wow. So with a hunt, hunt going through the whole journey without him getting involved. That was being washed, to be fair. So. Yeah. That would have took it into the minus points. Um, it boasts the first ever CGI animal. Which one? It was the owl at the start. Oh, yeah. So, aye. Okay. Does it know at the end as well? Yeah. yeah. Owl at the end as well, yeah. I remember I was fucking peeling my eyelids back up when it got towards the end. Which is funny, because this is an hour and a half long movie that I paused to take a break from, but I sat and watched nearly three hours solid in Zack Snyder's Justice League without a break. I mean, that's like torturing yourself and posting mm-hmm. about it. I don't understand. <laughs> it was just, I was more enjoyment out of the, out of the former there. Um, Helen Abotham... Bonham Carter was an addition for the role of Sarah. She would have been a million times better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bowie didn't do his own stunts. So see those uh, little crystal juggling balls and all that kind of stuff? That was never David Bowie at any point. Someone actually put their hand through his jacket and done that for him. Amazing. I thought that was funny. And to Sean's point earlier on, like, there's actual crystal, there's an actual hand moving that ball about. Like... It's not a CGI ball. Oh, for me, I'll need to go back and watch that again. <laughs> and even the scene where the ball's like bouncing backwards up the stairs, like it's again, they had the baby hold the ball and drop it. Like none of your CGI. Yeah. <laughs> you're very, you're very anti CGI now, Daniel. I'm just saying, I'm genuinely just trying to find anything. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what's interesting though, because the CGI was made by the CGI was done by Lucasfilm. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I told you. It's not, I, I told you, it's George Lucas. 
you should love this. It's got so much more imagination than that Star Wars fish, and it looks better. Fucking Star Wars is miles ahead of this in terms of quality. Because um, I, I tried to have a look to see what other movies came out in 1986, and that's when I seen things like that. I was like, what? What's what looks better? But then a lot of this is based on the fact that I like these movies, like Big Trouble in Little China, that came out in the same year, um, very similar times to, to Labyrinth. And I remember thinking Big Trouble in Little China, I watched that a lot as a kid, and I thought the CGI and the, the, the costumes and that were brilliant. But I went back and watched wee clips of it, and it's fucking awful. Um, ah. it's... Sorry, you were going to say? No, I was just agreeing. Ah, okay. um, but the big one being Aliens coming out at the same time. Um, and this being an absolute box office flop. Yes. Cool. Well, guys, we've absolutely powered through with our uh, disdain across the majority for this. Uh, let's uh, score it, and then we'll come back to uh, some more trivia and some any more questions that we've got, because um, I know Daniel's asked some questions to our Instagram. Daniel, you did pick the movie, so let's get you off to set the scoring at the highest it's going to be between us all. It's all downhill from here, guys. 4.5. 4.5. We'll make you feel a little bit better. We'll come to Hunter first, because I feel like right, he's so very It's not quite Monroe downhill, but we're just like one of the little edges down from the top of that mountain. So 3.5 for me. I'll, I'll take that. A 3.5. I was going to say before Hunter gave his score, I was going to say I wonder if the other four of us will give it a combined score the same as you, Daniel. <laughs> well, Bunsy, I'm sitting here with your Back to the Future 2 score in front of me and I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to let you score this one. You did, however, mention that this was worse than Back to the Future 2, so I want to see if you can remember. I know, well, I did look at my Back to the Future 2 score. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to give this I was torn between a 1.25 and a 1 but again like last week I've got more annoyed talking about it so I'm going to give it a 1 <laughs> One, Sean you seem to have had some really good things to say about this 0.5 just on par with Justice League <sighs> a 0.5 Um I'm going to take it down a level from Sean and I'm going to match it up with Back to the Future 2 and say they're probably equally just as shit as each other and I'll give it a 0.25. Oh, is that what you <laughs> give Back to the Future 2? Fucking hell. I look forward to some of the abuse that some of us are going to receive on Instagram this week. Oh, Sean, you gave Back to the Future 2 a 5 though. Come on. I love it. I feel like Hunter's like constantly just going to keep a, a little happy bridge between everybody because he gave Back to the Future 2 a 2.5. That's because I think I, went, I was overcompensating for being so hard on the first one, I think. <laughs> Bonzi, what does that do to the overall scoring? Overall, that's a very high 1.95. That is fucking very high for this. Yeah, that's more than double your Zack Snyder pish. <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> You would rather watch Zack Snyder than this, surely? No. Hey, well, no. I've got two and a half hours of my life. Three and a half, two and a half hours of my life, back. Oh, don't, guys. The numbers are there, Kyle. You've let yourself down massively, boys. Well, um, ironically, this actually puts this on par with Back to the Future Part 2. That's funny. 
<laughs> so exactly the same 1.95 for Back to the Future Part 2 and super bad and we're adding in Labyrinth to the mix for that one as well Daniel you had some uh, what, Daniel what's your thoughts on us scoring it the way that we have was it expected yeah I knew especially the way Sean picked the order was quite good it was, I knew it was going to plummet like the WWE stock prices <laughs> in the <laughs> Nice and topical. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it went as expected. Hunter's 3.5 was more than I expected, so thank you. The yes. Dunter Alliance is back. Yes. <laughs> well, Daniel, hit us with some of the questions that you got from Instagram. I do want to stop talking about Labyrinth as quick as possible. Um, that was 40 minutes far too long. You're talking about absolute horseshit. What questions do we have um, from Instagram? So the first one is not movie-related, um, but Chris always sends us quite an interesting question that sends us off on some tangents. Um, so it would be, his question is, what was, what's your order at the chippy? Oh, sausage, uh, sausage supper and curry sauce with just salt. I'm a just salt as well, man. I don't take, I don't like vinegar. What's your I'm thoughts a, I have been in vinegar. I don't no, like vinegar There's like a puddle of vinegar left at the boat with a fucking wrapper. Oh, vinegar's, vinegar's quality, like. Do you know what is also very good? I sometimes get this as a side if I'm feeling extra hungry. A buttered roll and a king rib. Yes. Tremendous. Oh, I need to try that. Well, guys, I, I've had a... I've just had a chippy tonight. <laughs> what was your order? Well, this is, it's a bit of a, a random order, actually. So it was obviously for the four of us. Um, but Poppy decided she wanted this. There's this big, like, big ass garlic pizza that they do. Um, but I randomly got chicken pecora for the chippy. For oh, fuck's <laughs> sake! Oh. <laughs> that's disgusting. What's that's your like gone to, chippy? That's oh. So my actual chippy order, my go-to chippy order, is a pizza crunch supper. Yes. Good now, who's listening that will not have any idea what a pizza crunch is is. Literally take a pizza, they deep fry it to cook it, then they dip it in batter and deep fry it again. So there's a big thick layer of batter right around the deep fried pizza. I'm either between a pizza crunch or a black pudding supper, oh, and I have. So I always have salt, but then tomato sauce is nice, but they always just absolutely cover it in it, and that does my nothing. Like I only like. Oh, like the chocolate tomato, tomato sauce. sauce that I didn't like. See the the sauces was a proper runny. No, it needs to be. Heinz or HP if I'm having oh, no. I've no, got chip, like, chip shop. golden star chip shop brown sauce yes. but I'll, I, if I have a sausage supper I get curry sauce but if I have like fish or whatever I'll just use the brown sauce I've got in the house because I hate it how when they put the sauce on it it always seems to stick to the paper even oh, though it's yeah, non-stick yeah. paper I prefer it in a box if I can get a chip in a box then I'll always go back to it instead of paper I think the paper I hate it in paper Listen, uh, the animated people got about food I there. I know. Chippies Listen, taste the same uh, as well, guys. Remember that. That's what I was going to say, Sean. If, if you like a chippie, you just have to go with your own box and ask them to put it in that so that you would take <laughs> it. And they can save the environment as well by <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just reusing re, re, re oh, my, my box for chippies. <laughs> Here's fucking Sean with your box again. Everyone's getting up. <laughs> Yeah, there's a Dragon's Den idea that could make us millions of morons reviewing movies branded for usable chippy books. Well, we are looking for a sponsor, so if there's any chippies out there, we'll happily support you. <laughs> um, let's send an email to Luna's Chippy. 
Preferably the Bridge of Allen should be the finest in the whole last year. By the way, we might be we, 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 we might be able to get a cheap sponsorship for Falcones and Calm Shore. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is he known Batman? Oh God. <laughs> we need that. Let's say let's students listening to this googling Falcones Karen Shore. <laughs> well, I made I made a bet with Chris who asked the question that this conversation would go directly in one direction and it's not gone there. What do you think I thought? I don't know, we, we all hate chippies. Zabaronis! I've been waiting for you to shop so I can ask you what the name of the one in Rossi was because I couldn't remember. Oh, right. I didn't even click on... See, when you said the name, I was still above it. I've forgotten that. The worst chip in the whole of Scotland. Oh, okay. Mind I got a bone stuck between my two front teeth and I couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> and it was stuck there, like the whole journey home. Oh, <laughs> Collectively, honestly, between the 80s, there was only like seven edible chips. <laughs> Do you remember how angry he was when the was eaters say, walked I've in? Never, I've never seen like a man who owns a chip shop and obviously it's not going to be that busy. And there was what, maybe six eaters or something that were there? I don't know. And you'd think he would buzz to get all these orders. It looked as if we'd just like came in and shot on his counter when we, <laughs> we walked in. He was raging that we'd actually came in and had the audacity to order food for his place. He was totally stopping about huffing and all that. He's like... <laughs> You're a chippy. It's a nice hot day. You're on a wee island, pal. Like, get some fucking fish. Well, it's not even that. That was like the most depressing chippy. After it, I mean, after it, we just made the collective decision. We need to get the fuck off that island as quick as possible. <laughs> Were we going to be staying an extra night? Because uh, yeah. I remember we, we went back to our uh, separate rooms and we sat and watched the football eating our chippy. And then we thought, let's just go home. <laughs> if we hadn't I mean, had that chippy, we probably would have stayed. The accommodation Zavaroni's chippy sent us home. <laughs> Remember you, when the place we're staying at, Kyle, as well, you didn't even, you had to actually use a table to put your foot up in the first night because the couch wasn't long enough to actually stretch out. Oh, aye. <laughs> it, was, it was just a fucking nightmare. Me and Hunter shared that sofa bed while Daniel and Neely got the double bed in the fucking, in the room. Uh, watching Labyrinth and tossing <laughs> each other off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play puppet, Daniel. <laughs> That's a podcast name. Let's play puppets, Daniel. That was fun. <laughs> Took a whole new meaning to the word goblin. Fucking <laughs> 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 Oh. Really, I want to be the goblin king tonight. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine you two as like youngsters up in your room watching it, playing puppets. And like your <laughs> mom goes up to ask if you want dinner, she goes, Dude, no, that's them playing puppets again. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to make a video of that conversation that just happened. <laughs> oh, well, let's get on to the next question before we spiral this even more. <laughs> So just to quickly, the reason I wanted us to talk about Zavaroni's is, right, um, in our anger, we all went on and gave it negative reviews, some of us, on Google, <laughs> yeah. right? And it was around about the time where we just started this um, podcast. It was a Twitch stream at the time. So, Kyle, you obviously didn't notice that you were logged in yeah. as the morons. So... <laughs> <laughs> right? so 
we've now reviewed 136 films in one chippy. <laughs> I think the chippy well, got higher well, scored than Labyrinth. That's, what I was going to say. that's exactly what I was going to say. What was better, the chippy or Labyrinth? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I would take the ferry back here to get a chippy and then watch this again. Oh. I've just been in the can't... reviews now and it's just all one stars. Somebody's put up pictures of a king rib and fish. The fish looks like it's been like just torn. Oh, that looks vile. <laughs> <laughs> a ringing endorsement for Zavaroni's on, on Rossi. Right, let's move on down. Ne- next question. So the next question is uh, movie related, but also a sort of a public opinion type question. So in the new Buzz Lightyear movie, <laughs> there's a same sex kiss, mm-hmm. right? Now it's 2022. Who gives a fuck, right? But it's already been banned in 14 countries because of this. What do we think about it? Let's answer the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> what do we think about same-sex kisses? Or, or the countries banning it? I mean, they, they talk about backwards-thinking countries that have got these like wars, like where they're so their beliefs are so rooted in these deep, made-up religions that they fucking followed it with whatever's in this made up book that was fucking written two thousand years ago it's like oh this fucking these are the laws we must abide by but it's the world is a very much different place than that so if you you know what if they film their countries are going to miss out on it then came out fuck them it's their loss I want to see Buzz like your tongue and wooded and fucking bring it on see what you think on that 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 was everything I wanted an answer. I, I don't want an answer from anyone else. That's the official. Not, I would just like to clarify that uh, we need to clarify that we all agree with Hunter and we're not uh, like homophobic assholes or that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the official response for all of us. Yep. Okay. Next question. <laughs> um, are any of us single? Just Hunter me. After that rant. <laughs> <laughs> What is somebody looking, Daniel? Somebody looking for a date? Uh, no, but I don't. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but, so just to clarify, one of us is single. So ladies on Instagram, Burnsy's the one that's single, the one in the nice suit in the picture. Um, so if you want to slide into his DMs, he's available. <laughs> or elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like you a might, puppet. Ah, you might want to use him as a puppet. Daniel's going to invite you in to have a sleepover with Neely. <laughs> and from what I've been told, Bugsy oh is comfortable to David Bowie at least in one way. <laughs> Take from that. <laughs> Take from that what you want. And just to <laughs> clarify, it's definitely not his annoyance. <laughs> thanks, thanks for confirming that, Kel. <laughs> just want to clarify that for you, Bugsy. <laughs> Um, Can you end the recording on Burns and potentially be an ons? What's the next question? That was a lot. That was those were all my questions on Instagram. Unless, well, let's move on and talk about next week's picks. Unfortunately, we've had the pleasure of Daniel selecting movies once again. Uh, he's getting full blame for the shit show that we have just watched. But Daniel, what have you chose for us for next week's movies? I've chosen Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and I've chosen The Crow which I wanted us to watch ever since Alec Baldwin shot that person. Because I thought yeah. I would watch to talk about next week. Fair, fair. And I'm absolutely buzzing with this, guys, because that essentially gives me a week off because I just watched these last week. So 
I'm well, well equipped for them, well equipped for them. Um, you've done well though there, Daniel, for once. Okay, time to spin the wheel, guys. Is there a category that we would like to have? We've not asked this for a couple of weeks now. Thankfully, we've got Sean off of the uh, off the wheel completely. Um, I'm still sitting on there. Uh, what the TV, is it TV Direct? No, what was it? TV Films or something like that? TV Maybe Scheduled my, Movies. TV schedules are trending on Netflix. Something that can save us a bit of money for one week because we always have to end up with us. Oh, Daniel, thanks for uh, thanks for buying uh, Labyrinth this week for us. Sorry, I'll get the next one. There's some <laughs> shite on that wheel, by the way. Well, the wheel's spinning, so you're not getting you're not getting to take anything off before you say so. It's going to land on cinema, isn't it? It's going to land on oh, partner's oh, choice. Oh, oh, choice. Sorry, I was just choice. talking about that with Laura the other day, and she says, I don't want to pick anything again. I'll just get shot on if she's watching it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, Hunter. I was talking about this with Laura the other day. She said, What is your up? What's the one that I was like, Oh, partner's choice is still on the, the wheel. I was like, Well, I don't want to pick anything because you'll just shit on it if I get to anyway. Well, can I just put forward a little suggestion, guys? So I just want to put a suggestion. Obviously, there is four partners. Can we do this over the space of two weeks so that they can I, just? I was going to say that. I think that's a good idea. Just let them pick a movie. Yes, uh, because the member of the Hotel de Wanda debate was probably the I'm, most heated we've ever been. I'm not going through that again. I can't. Yeah. So I think Kyle's just saved everybody there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like to apologise in advance for what Laurie's selection will be because I know it will be utter dog shit. <laughs> there, is a, there is a high chance that she will get us to rewatch Hotel Rwanda until somebody gives it a, a favourable score. And there is also, we might, we might be able to put the greatest movie of all time that's been hanging over us since the start of this, since the start of reviewing movies. We might finally get to watch it. Lord of the Rings? No. True Romance. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah! No. So just to clarify, if she does pick that, that was Hunter's choice, not his partner's. Um, <laughs> that's that, that's off the off the cards now. Yeah, I would we'll also get... say there's a high chance of Ella also picking that. So. <laughs> How are we, we going to do it then? <laughs> well, I would, I would just like to say, guys, um, I don't speak on behalf of my woman. Uh, you guys have already just decided that one's going to be shit and the other two's going to pick the same movie. Like, I'll let mine fully decide on her own. Oh, no, I'll, I'll let Laurie choose because I'm just saying like her, her taste in films is... Com- is uh, <laughs> she watches a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's equally as high a chance that we'll get like a Hilary Duff movie. So I'm not saying it's uh, definitely going to be two of the ones. We might get fucking a Lindsay Lohan movie. It could be garbage. The Olsen Twins. If it's Mean Girls, I'm all in for Mean Girls if it's that. Uh, Olsen Twins is one that Ella likes a lot as well, Sean. That's a high chance of that. A laugh. So how are we doing it? Who's the first two that are up then? Is you just want to choose two and then the following could be the other two? Oh, well, who, let's, let's pick our favourites. Maybe well, if, maybe if uh, two pick dog shit films. And what we do... Well, let Bumsy choose. Let Bumsy choose, yes. Yeah. So, Bunsy, for the first two girlfriends to pick, who's going to pick the first two films in the following pick, week will be the other two? So, pick the pick first your two. your two favourites first, Bunsy. Right. So, you said that um, Laurie's going to be dog shit, so she can go along with Kyle because he didn't say that Sarah's was going to be that bad. Are they Is going first, first or are they going second? Yeah, they're going first. And then... So, that's your two favourites, yeah. Laurie and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we should just uh, call it a night. I'll get some comments for, the, for my response to that question now, so I'm ready for it. So, Daniel, uh, if you can announce that Burnsy picked his first two favourites uh, as Sarah and Laurie to go for next week, put that on Instagram, please, for all to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you tag everybody in it as well. <laughs> uh, but as a curveball, right, anyone who slides into Burnsy's DMs this week gets to pick <laughs> a choice for the third movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen. Um, maybe there for Christmas, so if all of them get a film each, so that may be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, guys, we'll say good night. Uh, as morons bid you, farewell. Oh, Bunsy. You could be on heat, Bunsy, with all these DMs that you get. Mm-hmm. Kyle, go and pull your trousers up, please. <laughs> Why? You normally text me to tell me to take them down. I thought you wanted to play puppets. I was going to say, the type of play puppets. Mm-hmm. Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron! Drop dead! Moron! Prepare you morons! Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A moron! Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye.